Music, views, and interviews with Justin McCartney on your favorite station. Well, it's that time of the morning again. It's uh, just gone uh, 12 noon on Thursday the 7th of June 2007. Sitting opposite me is Victor Cole. He's representative from Remap. And I hadn't heard of Remap before, to tell, tell you the truth, but it actually is a national charity that provides bespoke technical equipment for people with disabilities, helping them to enjoy a better lifestyle. Victor, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Justin. Now, tell me this. I hadn't heard of Remap before, and I've read that, and I understand what you you do. I've always wondered uh, who who actually provides that equipment, because I, I realised you couldn't actually buy it off the shelf if you were unfortunate enough to be born with a disability or to be injured at some point in your life with an accident or illness. Uh, Remap's been around a long time, since 1964. Where did the impetus come for this? Right. Uh, the impetus came from uh, Remap was formed by an engineer, handyman and others working at ICA Billingham in 1964 when one of the personnel began to devise a number of aids for his sister who suffered from polio. And from that it developed. Now, where did he make those aids? He was working for ICI, as I said, and he wondered if his employers would let him use their workshops to design uh, the equipment he was making. And they readily agreed to and from that, Remap has grown and grown and grown till now it is throughout the whole of UK. That is England, Wales, Scotland, Island Man and Northern Ireland. Now, uh, it stands for the Rehabilitation of Engineering Movement Advisory Panels and they all sort of operate as autonomous uh, groups throughout the country. It came to Northern Ireland around uh, 10 years ago. How did, how did it make the transition across the water from the mainland to Northern Ireland? The uh, chief executive at that time, 10 years ago, uh, had looked at Northern Ireland and thought there was a need in Northern Ireland for uh, Remap. And he uh, went in the process of setting it up, advertised in the Belfast Telegraph. I myself wasn't the first one to become regional organiser. A chap called Alan Spence was. And they set up the first panel and started commencing to do Remap work. Now, if people actually... Uh discover that they uh, know somebody that uh, is in a predicament and they need help to get some enjoyment back in their life and some uh, mobility back. Uh, how, how do you, how do you uh, contact those people? How do they get in touch with you? Right. Well, we would call them referrals. And a referral can come from uh, a self-referral or a friend referral or a voluntary organisation or three, which it mainly comes from the medical profession. That is from the... Uh, occupational therapists and physiotherapists. Uh, a referral will come in to uh, uh, either myself or a panel and we would look at it and we would sit around a table, we meet once a month, each panel, we call them, uh, that's a group, a group, some people call that a group, and the referral is looked at and we identify is there a commercial product available and if so we would then say no we wouldn't be touching this. Not That is unless that a commercial product that was available didn't meet the need of that particular person and there was a possibility that it could be modified that would be suitable for them. Okay. Well, without identifying any individuals, what sort of things have you come up with over the years? Well, for example, we had uh, a young person who wanted to play the recorder who had only got uh, their two thumbs and two forefingers and going into the recorder class the next year, uh, she was keen to be the same as her school chums. 
we looked at this and we at first thought, no, there's nothing we can do because it would be probably percussion or something she could use. But the chairman of the Belfast panel, who is an electronics uh, software writer and engineer, came up with the idea of having a recorder, writing a software, splitting the recorder, and putting it inside the recorder, and putting it down through a MIDI system, which meant that she could then play uh, the recorder. Okay. So it sounds incredibly complex to me, but obviously when this was done, uh, the person concerned was overjoyed that they were able to play the recorder, I would imagine. Well, yes, because when they went into the uh, recorder, we called it recorder class, could you say, in that year, everybody's given a recorder and children come home and just blow, blow, blow. Yeah. And she was able to make a little tune, or some form of a tune, uh, a lot ahead of her uh, Companions. I'm with you, I'm with you, okay? Stay with us here on your music, your station. It's uh, Carrick Ferguson FM 107.6. I'll be back after this short break. Uh, find out more about Remap in Northern Ireland. Music, views and interviews with Justin McCartan on your favourite station. Southern Country Furnishing, Albert Road, Carrickford. Still out with me is uh, Victor Cole. He is from uh, the uh, charity Remap uh, Northern Ireland. They provide technical equipment for people with disabilities. And, Victor, you were telling me there that uh, it's all done through sort of autonomous panels that are set up uh, around the, the country. Uh, who, who consists, uh, who makes up these panels? Right, Justin. Well, the panels, we have actually got four panels. One in Belfast, one in Antrim, one in Coleraine, and one in Derry. And the panels consist of engineers, craftspeople, technical people, and also people who have other skills. We need secretaries, we need a treasurer, we need people to do PR for us. And uh, anybody really has got a skill uh, and wants to help in the uh, panel, the will be a job for them. Now, all these people come together with this uh, common aim. Uh, now, I see there that you have centres in Belfast, Antrim, Coleraine uh, and Londonderry uh, and you, you do have plans for the future hopefully to expand if possible into places like uh, Enniskillen and Fermanagh and maybe down south as well and That is true, uh, it solely depends on the demand and we have been looking at Enniskillen for a while but nothing has materialised the same with the south of Ireland we uh, would have to set up a separate remap organisation in the south but we would be keen to talk to anybody who would be interested to look at that. Now, one of the amazing things, that, uh, two amazing things that I learned when I was uh, going through the notes about this is that in Northern Ireland, 17% of the population have a disability compared with 14% in England. So you, you must have, uh, there, there must be more scope for uh, your good work here. Yes, certainly there must be, but as things would have it, if you're not, people are not aware of who you are, they will not get in touch with you. And that's one of the benefits of your programme. Yes, the, uh, one would say that uh, if you look at uh, what is the disability, a lot of people wouldn't have think themselves to have a disability. If, for example, you've got arthritis, you may not think of a disability, but if you have difficulty switching on your oven or taking off your washing machine or doing some other function, opening a window or whatever, you've got a difficulty in your daily task. And really what we're saying is that if you have difficulty due to a disability or some form of a uh, incapacitated motion of your body that you can't do something that we would help with try and design and make that piece of equipment that's not commercially available. Now, th some things that are commercially available are things like big button telephones. We all know, you know, uh, my, my grandfather, he, he has a big button telephone because it's a lot easier for him to read the numbers and, and type them in. But a lot of modern equipment tends to be rather fiddly. And it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not friendly with people that aren't 
say, 110% able-bodied. Sure it isn't. That's correct. Uh, interesting thing about telephone was that, uh, not here, but in England, there was a panel had a client who has partially said it and difficulty uh, getting the number or even reading the number was pre-booked pre into the telephone. So what they did was they blocked out everything else except that one number. Right. So everything was blocked out and that number was a contact for his immediate person that he needed to have help. Yes. And he was able to hit the button and that's why they did that. So, so some of the, the fixes are maybe incredibly technical but some of them are incredibly simple as themselves. That is true, and to the person who's got that disability, that particular uh, piece of equipment is most important in the sense that all uh, they're all very important, they're all very vital, but yes, we have more technical. And probably you could say today, with uh, the advent of technology and the advent of more and more people with disabilities going out into the community, that uh, there's more need for highly technical skills in doing one-off piece of equipment. Okay. Now... Some charities I've heard of, and I, and I could name them but I won't, put 95% of the money into running the charity and 5% and goes to the good causes. And there are other charities where it's, it's the other way around. They only spend 5% on men and 95% goes to the good causes. You're actually in another league apart from that, it seems. Uh, for every pound donated, you, you almost... If you were to calculate it, turn it into around twenty pounds worth of giving, because all of the people involved, like the, the engineers, the craftspeople, the technicians, the healthcare professionals, the skilled helpers, do a lot of this for uh, free of charge to the user. Yes, everybody in Remark is a volunteer, except in the head office you would have two paid staff and two part-time staff and a volunteer. So we haven't got major overheads, and every panel is independent in its own right, and they raise their own funds. So that way, you're cutting down your costs. But if you look at the cost element to it, that if we were to charge for the engineer's time and charge for other times, other people's times, then it multiplies it up to give a very big uh, return to the, to the marketplace of value. Okay, uh, stay with us here on your music, your station. We'll be back after this short break. We'll find out more about uh, uh, Remap from Victor Cole and find out how you can uh, become a volunteer with an organisation if it's something you think you can help with. It's uh, your music, uh, your station. It is, of course, uh, Carrick Fergus FM. Justin McCartney speaking to Victor Cole still this morning. Uh, he is, of course, from Remap, which is a tactical uh, charity which provides technical equipment for people with disabilities. Uh, they've been in Northern Ireland around 10 years, and uh, they've come up with some amazing fixes over the years. And all this has been done through a network of volunteers that includes uh, people like professional engineers, craftspeople, technicians, healthcare professionals, and skilled helpers. Now, it, it really isn't a, a rubber band fix. It's, it, you're, 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 you're planning to come up on each individual uh, case with something that is durable, sustainable, robust, and uh, fulfills the purpose for which it's intended. It must be hard to do perfectly every time. Well, yes, but we try to do it as perfect as possible. I think the most important thing is, if you make an aid for someone, that that aid doesn't endanger or harm them in any way by using it to give them some other complication. And in so doing, we work with occupational therapists and, and physiotherapists who would check and make sure that that piece of equipment would not do that. 
Now, I was looking here at some of these examples. These are incredible. I was looking at this one about the painting frame. Uh, unfortunately, a four-year-old girl sustained a complete spangled cord lesion in a road traffic accident. Now, she was learning to paint uh, by holding the brush in her mouth, uh, but that required uh, some means of holding the paper in place. And as as you know, paper's quite flimsy, and it's quite hard to hold in place when you when 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 you when you, when you uh, go to move it or do anything to it. Uh, tell me, talk us through exactly what you did to achieve uh, a successful outcome for that little girl. Well, what we did was we she was sitting in, and she had to be on a life support machine, but she was sitting in a, a little pram type arrangement. And what we did, we attached onto the the uh, arms of the pram another attachment with a board across it which was swiveled so it should be set at a certain angle and she was able to uh, put uh, the paintbrush in her mouth with a, and, and hold it in her mouth with her teeth and move the paintbrush into the painter. So that obviously brought a little, a little bit of joy back into that little girl's life then? Yes, it was very important at that crucial time because she was beginning to recover and one of the things she liked to do as a small child was, was draw. Yes, I understand. I understand. Now, it's not just the young you've helped, uh, or people that were maybe born with a disability or, 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 or unfortunately got one through accident or illness early. Uh, a woman was severely injured in a car accident, uh, resulting in the par- par- paralysis of her legs and right ar- arm. Her left arm uh, is very weak and has only limited movement. Her fingers lack sensation and control, <clears throat> and uh, she can't really use them. Uh, now she operates a wheelchair with a joystick, which is obviously you've seen these joysticks. Uh, they give mobility back to people that are uh, not mobile. Uh, now, but she wanted to go back to her hobby of photography. Now, of course, uh, digital cameras. I have one here, and we'll be taking a picture later. And it's it's quite difficult to get the hang of the things because they're full a lot of fiddly buttons. But this lady wanted to go back to her hobby of photography. Uh, talk us through h- how you, you facilitated that. Yes, well, this lady was a very outward-bound lady who enjoyed uh, out- outdoor life, and photography would be part of that. And when she was looking to, to do something and pick this up again, how do I use a, a camera? And we had in the past adopted uh, one of the, what we call, the older type cameras in a suck and blow motion. So we looked at the digital camera, and the engineer studied it, and the method came up with was that you have a, two tubes attached to the camera, which is mounted on a frame near the person's mouth. And this will then suck and blow and focus the, what you want to take. And whenever you're ready to do that, you blow into the other tube, and that activates the camera. It's the same way as you're looking through the viewfinder and putting your finger on the button and pressing it. It's the suck and blow doing the job. I'm with you. I'm with you. It's quite ingenious. Of course, when it comes down to these fixes, it must be that some some things you think are going to be easy to overcome are quite difficult, and some things you think are going to be difficult are quite easy. How do you ascertain what way you're going to go about things? Does, does the panel have to always meet? It must be quite hard to envisage a fix for something that hasn't been done done before. I'm trying to get to the, the point, you know... What you're trying to do is, you have a tangible uh, outcome that you want. You, you want something tangible in the end, but you've got to think about the concept in your head of, of overcoming the problem. How, how does a group of engineers and craftspeople and technicians and healthcare professionals get together and, and come up with an answer like that? Well, we go back to the referral stage, and whenever the referral comes in, and at the meeting, the referral will be put to the table. And at that stage, you can see the various people with different skills and they start to 
think about the project. And you may even find the engineers will start to have a bit of paper and start to sketch and draw. But that's the basis for the start of it. And whenever it's decided that we go ahead with this project, uh, an engineer will be assigned to take, on that, take, take it on. And he will go away and he'll think it through. It's the engineers actually, that not, they, when they decide, they, 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 make the, they, they look at the plan, they come up with an engineering idea. And that's not to say that someone who's not an engineer hasn't got an idea. Because sometimes if you're so close to something, you can't see the answer. Whereas if you're coming in from the outside, you can say, well, what about that? So everybody is respected in their views. But it's the engineer ultimately that does the design and thinks it through. And what the situation is, is that it's given the time to think it through. And if you're an engineer and you're thinking all the time about problems, they love problem solving. Okay. Uh, Victor Coe, if people are interested in becoming a volunteer with REMAP, uh, do they need to have a a specific skill set before they get in touch with you? No, because everybody's got skills, everybody gets experience in life. If you've been uh, in your journey of life and you're working for a few years, you're acquiring skills all the time. I mean, even a young person, for example, coming out of uh, grammar school, going into university, has quite skills. You come out of university, you've got skills. Uh, so what you're looking at is, where have I picked up my skills? What can I transfer this to? And then you look in the organisation and see where that skill could be placed. And all it requires is some of your time and expertise. So if people are interested in becoming a volunteer, how do they get in touch with Remap? Because you do ha- actually have an excellent website, don't you? Yes. If they go on the website, they can uh, look it up and see what we've got. And it's www.remapni.org. And that will give you all the information of who we are, what we are, what we do. And you'll also see some case histories on it. And this will lead to a contact email address. Okay, uh, so that's www.remapni.org. What does the future hold for the organisations? Is there any projects you can t- tell us about that you're working on at the, the minute that they're, they're going to improve somebody's life dramatically? Uh, we are working on, on, on one where uh, it's to a young chap who uses his head, a head point, we call it, to work his computer. And we're looking at now because the mobile phones are becoming f- so versatile to write software so that he can use a mobile phone which he can use sitting on his wheelchair arm, which is handier for him, to, to transpose the information as a keyboard on, the, on, the, on his uh, mobile phone to speak to the computer. Through some sort of Bluetooth link or so, so, yeah. something like that. That is absolutely ingenious indeed. If you want to find out more about uh, Remax work, check out their website, www.remapni.org. It's as simple as that. Victor Cole was with me this morning. Thank you very much, Victor, for popping in. Uh, actually, you're a Green Island man, aren't you? Indeed I am. You are indeed. So you, you must tune into the... I'm a local. You're, you're, you're local. We always try to get locals on this show. It is, it is a community station. We always try to get locals on the show. Thanks a lot for coming in today. Is there anything else we missed that you'd like to mention before you go? No, except that I would say to everybody who uh, would know someone who may have a disability that to uh, just observe there are things that you may not have thought about. And one of the things that happens is that you adapt. We as people adapt to where we are and we don't try to change sometimes. And if you adapt and someone could say, look, that may be an idea. But no, that's silly. No, I will not say that. If you think it's an idea, put it down on paper. Let us know. Who knows, it could be something that could be made to help that person to have a better quality of life in their daily works. Okay, Victor Cole from Remap, thank you very much. Thank you.